0: Hey gorgeous, you are listening to the Live Courageously podcast, a show created just for you, the aspiring woman who's ready to take action and step into her courageous life. I'm your host, Nicole Coker, and my mission is to leave you feeling empowered to pursue your wildest dreams and equip you with the tools you need to live courageously. friends and welcome to the Live Courageously podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are back again for another episode and today I have something special. So not too long ago I partnered up with Riley Wright and Alyssa Moyer to bring to you the first ever Speak Love Seminar. It was absolutely incredible, and I am so thankful that I was able to share my story and also hear stories from others as well. So I'm going to be playing that back for you guys right here on the Live Courageously podcast. So buckle up, get ready, and here we go.
1: Here is what I have um, to share with you all. So like I said, I'm the founder and CEO of I Like Me. We're going to really pinpoint on what I Like Me is and all the ins and outs to exactly what not only we as an organization stand for, but what it has um, to do and connect with you. Um, So our mission, I like me encourages self-love, self-confidence and promotes kindness. Our goal is to instill confidence so that you can conquer dreams without any hesitation. Founder and CEO, a little bit about myself. So hello, I'm Riley. Um, I'm also the 2021 Miss North Dakota High School. I'm super excited to be going to Little Rock this summer to hopefully bring home the Miss High School America title and just promote not only I Like Me to an even greater um, audience, but also their national platform, which is Brave. you will learn a little bit more about that um, as I finish up everything that I have to share. And I'm super excited to hopefully um, win Miss High School America and just share and inspire as many people as I can and even greater audience. I'm also the proud founder and CEO of I Like Me. I'm 16 years old, a junior in high school and a sophomore at Georgia Military College. I will graduate high school with my business admin associate's degree, which is super exciting. Um, And I also run cross country, cheer on my varsity cheer squad and play the flute in my high school marching band. A fun fact about me is that I absolutely love inspirational quotes. Hence, I like being all the quotes that we share daily. I also love branding and social media analytics, and of course, pink starburst. (laughs) Okay, now where I really want to pinpoint and dig deep. So I'm going to read this entirely just so that I kind of hit what I want to. I'm not really good at going off of a screen, and I like just kind of winging it. (laughs) So this PowerPoint is just kind of like briefly describing everything, not only about myself, my story, but um, I like me as a whole. But this right here um, is not really the struggle that I went through, but just everything put into a paragraph. Um, So in middle school, I suffered from severe anxiety and depression after being bullied for my red hair and being one of the only girls in my hometown to compete in pageants. Comments such as, you are so rich since you afford to do pageants, yet you live in a trailer. That does not make any sense. It hurt, and I was embarrassed. This comment has stuck with me ever since. It is something that I used to push me to always work hard. And this anxiety hit once again as I was in a four-year relationship. After going through the breakup, I realized how negative it was not only on my mental health, but physically. um, From being judged, viewed as a model, controlled and always feeling unhappy. I would catch myself crying um, at times because I truly just, I felt unhappy. And I was like, Riley, why are you randomly crying? It was the craziest thing. But after looking at it now and being out of that situation, out of that season in life, I realized um, that I was just truly someone that was unhappy. My anxiety was so bad that I began not eating and had lost 25 pounds in a short period of time. I want to say In a matter of two and a half, three months, I had lost almost 25 pounds. Since then, i focused on becoming fully dependent, choosing the things that I love and saying no to anything and anyone that doesn't make me smile. I've been competing in pageants since I was six years old, and this has been some of the best years of my life, truly. Through pageantry, I was able to create a dream platform, which is I Like Me, Um, The switch flipped when I was going through such low times in my life, and I knew that I did not want anyone else to go through those bad things that I had experienced. So life is too too short not to love yourself. So that's a little bit about myself, and I want to go further on um, into this. Um, So I was watching a YouTube video last night, funny enough that it was last night in our seminars today, Um, but one was talking about an acne journey that a girl had went through, and... um, it really resonated with me not yes i struggle with acne but just the positive and inspirational things that she had to say like you are not determined uh you're not defined just by the bumps on your face or the zits that you have come up you're not defined by this little thing that truly has no meaning and then i was watching another video and it was all about body image and you know she competed in pageants and she said that Um, one minute she'd weigh more than she'd ever weighed. And then one minute she'd weighed less than she'd ever weighed and her metabolism and just her weight fluctuated on and off. And she said one thing and she said, I am not determined by the number on a scale. I'm not determined by, um, people telling me that I need to go on a diet and lose 10 more pounds. I'm not determined and defined by those things. And it's so true, whether that is that you're struggling with weight or acne or, you know, um, all kinds of things relationship abuse um harmful thoughts and suicide whatever it is that you're experiencing those thoughts or those feelings I hope that within this seminar you can just I'm not defined by those things I hope you can say that um leaving her today so that's a little bit about my story um, and then at the end of the tunnel and this was one thing I vividly remember um whenever I was going kind of out of that really bad negative relationship, and trying to find who I was. I never thought I was going to get out of that depressing time when I was literally eating nothing, or when I was just thinking, like, I wish this would stop, but I don't know how to make it stop. So there is light at the end of a tunnel. Even in hardship, you can come through those challenges and rise above. How do I do that, though? Be positive, even when negativity seems to be the only feelings to result towards, act as if you were unstoppable because you actually are, and talk things out with someone you trust. Identifying, identifying your feelings is such an important step to not only get out of that tunnel, but to stay out of a tunnel, to stay out of a hard path. Or When you hit rock bottom, sometimes we just, we're willing to try anything. And these things right here, how do I do this? Um, they have helped me and I know that they've helped many other people I'm um, just talking about things, being positive and knowing who God has made you to be, um, despite what anyone else has to say about you. That is, that's the most important thing. So now I'm going to go into what is self-love? Um, so self-love for you can mean something completely different than what I have to say. Um, and that's perfectly okay. Um, but the great thing about self-love is once you have self-love, you can do anything um, that you set your mind to, anything that you are willing to try and dream big, you can do that once you have self love. Self love means having a high regard for your own well being and happiness. Self love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well being to please anyone else. Self love means not settling for less than you deserve. What is self confidence? Self-confidence is understanding that you trust your own judgment and abilities and that you value yourself and feel worthy, regardless of any imperfections or of what others may believe about you. Going back to the acne thing that I shared, um, as long as you know that you're not defined by the imperfections that you have, then you seriously can conquer the world. And then last but not least, what is kindness? Kindness is defined as the quality of being friendly, generous and considerate, affection, gentleness, warmth, concern, and care are words that are associated with kindness. Kindness is also known as the most powerful tool in life. I say this, and of course our kindness camps, but going back to this, because it, um, you don't have to be just you know three to 12 years old to know what kindness is and actually practice it but it costs $0 to be a kind human. Somebody is going to remember you more for the kind gesture that you've done, um, more so than they are going to, you know, maybe you're trying to show off um, and make them jealous of you. They're going to notice that kindness um, more than they're going to notice that you were um, so self-absorbed and you didn't want to share kindness instead you wanted to be mean. Okay, and now for Brave. Brave is building respect and values for everyone. This is the Miss High School America's national platform as I mentioned. Um, For me, Brave is just like the missing puzzle piece to I Like Me. So of course, like I said, I Like Me encourages self-love, self-confidence and kindness. And then Brave comes in and puts an even specific, even deeper meaning to kindness and just truly building respect and values for every single person. So while not everyone may share the same looks, opinions, values, clothing takes, talents, etc. It is completely okay. What makes you different is what makes you beautiful. And I've stood by that, um, especially going through such a hard time with people just calling me carrot top or strawberry top because of my red hair. Um I've realized that what makes you different is truly what makes you beautiful. Judging others is simply irrelevant. Being mean shows someone's true colors. Let's be brave enough to I like me so that we can encourage others to do the same as well. So that was a little bit about myself. Um, if y'all have questions, save them for after, write them down. And then we'll just kind of go through when the floor is open and y'all answer if you have them for me specifically, or both Alyssa or Nicole. But that was a little bit about myself. Um, and as I said, I said I like new story. Um, last week, I believe, you know, sometimes, um, and I don't, maybe Alyssa and Nicole can agree, but sometimes me sharing and opening up about a story that I haven't really shared much about helps me more than y'all realize. Maybe I am educating you, yes, and inspiring you, um, but it helps me just to get my feelings out and does someone hear it. Um, so thank y'all for listening, just being so awesome. Now we are going to let Alyssa share. So. Alyssa and I have really never met, which is so funny. I feel like I know her and she's like one of my bestest friends ever, Um, but she's so awesome. Some of you may know her. She was Miss High School America,
2: what year, two years ago? 2019. So it was two years ago, but like I had her title for like almost two years. So Yes.
1: Um, So uh, Alyssa was Miss High School America 2019. I kind of met her through the High School America organization and she has been so Awesome. Um, and so I'm super excited to allow her to share a little bit about herself and what she has. So Alyssa,
2: the floor is yours. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank all of you for joining us today. Um, I'm super duper excited about this. When Riley asked me to join, I was ecstatic and I have kind of been working on branding myself and branding um, my platform, which is Celebrating Differences. And I am very, very excited because with the help of Riley and Nicole. I've really been able to do that. And it's really been able to blossom into something so much more than that. And here within um, a few weeks, I'm actually going to be launching a blog and a website for Celebrating Differences. And it's going to be really interactive and everything. And I'm just so excited about it. So I might as well dive right in and tell you guys a little bit about it. So my platform is called Celebrating Differences and it's all about acceptance and kindness, um, really just in every environment that you're in, whether it be school, whether it be in a workplace or really anywhere. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm 18 years old and I'm a senior in Broadway, Virginia. I am currently mission and a Valley Teen USA and I've been competing in pageants for nine years. Last year I had the honor of being Miss High School America 2019 and I was able to spread my Celebrate Differences platform nationwide along with the Brave platform like Riley has been able to do. Um, I've grown to love pageants for really so much more than the glitz and glam that comes with them. Um, my love of serving others um, started when I was a really little girl, and it all started when I was ringing the bell for Salvation Army or volunteering at food pantries and all of that kind of stuff, and it really started there, and that's kind of when I started branching off and doing sort of my own thing, and I started working with people with special needs, which is where my passion really lies, and I have helped with the Special Olympics and several other organizations that help people with special needs. Um, A few of my favorites are Miss Abilities and Miss Wheelchair Virginia. I absolutely love volunteering with them because it combines my two loves of helping people with special needs and pageants. Um, So I created Celebrating Differences to help spread the message of acceptance and love. And like I said, I'm in the process of launching a website and a blog within the next few weeks. So our mission with celebrating differences is to instill acceptance and kindness in people of all ages through anti-bullying presentations, visual demonstrations, and social media. In our world today, it is so easy to tear others down for their differences, but it is so important to celebrate those differences regardless of what they may be. And celebrating differences does just that. And this is a little something I always like to say during my presentations is if we lived in a world where everyone looked and acted the same, it would be a really boring place. So really just let that kind of resonate with you and think about what the world would be like if everyone was just like you, because it would be really boring. So why exactly should we celebrate differences? So 90% of the time when someone's being bullied, it's because of something that makes them different from others. Um, When I was growing up, I was always bullied because I did pageants. I lived in a little small town where absolutely no one did pageants, so I was known as the girl who wore a ton of makeup and got dressed up in pretty dresses and everything, and everyone kind of took that as me being conceited, and that wasn't necessarily how I was. And it wasn't until people really got to know me and got to know what I actually did with my pageant titles um, that they realized that there's so much more than that. And I actually have been fortunate enough to teach several people in my town about pageants, even though I'm literally the only person that's done them. And I have been able to hold seminars in our school where I tell people that it's so much more than the crown. And that's probably one of my favorite things I've been able to do because that's something I love. Um, talking about and I'm super passionate about. So when people are different from others, this could be anything. It could be a sport that they play, the way they dress, their unique abilities, um, their color of skin or the way that they talk. These are all things that make each of us special and unique, but yet they're the things that people tear us down about. And celebrating differences helps make sure everyone knows their value and how to build others up instead of tearing them down. And really celebrating differences isn't just about celebrating the differences of others. It's about celebrating the differences of yourself and really recognizing those differences and how they make you special. So why did I create Celebrating Differences? And this is kind of like my story. So Celebrating Differences was created to not only celebrate what makes you and everyone else unique and special, but to also focus on what makes us similar. So although it doesn't really tie into the name of it, it's so important to recognize that although someone might not look the same as you, that they might have something really in common with you or multiple things in common with you. And you all can bond over that stuff um, along with what makes you all special. So our country has become so divided for so many things, included our race, religion, and gender. And it's so important that instead of these things separating us, that they help bring us together and celebrate differences promotes that to our youth along with anti-bullying. So here's a video of acceptance. This video is really about um, kind of what I was talking about, about how, although you might look different than someone else, that they might have something in common with you so that video was just really eye-opening to me and it really showed me that although someone might not look like you that they might have something in common with you and all of those things they varied from being the class clown to having cancer and all the in-betweens and i really think that that just showcases how you should look at your everyday life and you should always walk into your days um not judging a book by its cover because you never know what they've gone through and you never know like they could end up being your best friend one day. So really just don't judge people by a cover. So I want to open up the floor a little bit for you guys and say what is one thing that makes you unique. Um, So like I said before, I'll go ahead and say it again. Um, Something that makes me unique and it might not make me unique out of this uh, group right here because these are all pageant ladies (laughs) but in my small town um, I was the only person that did pageants and it was very weird Um, people didn't really get it and that's something that I like to celebrate about myself because I learned so much from pageants and they've really helped shape me into a better person so I like to open the floor for anyone who wants to see what makes them unique it can be Nicole Riley or anyone else (laughs)
1: What makes me unique is I actually live on a farm with 120 chickens, two horses, two ducks, and four dogs.
2: Wow, (laughs) that is really unique. That's so cool. Anyone else have anything to share?
1: I am biracial. I am mixed with African-American and Caucasian.
2: Awesome. I'm also biracial. I am African-American, Asian. I think I'm like Irish and a whole bunch of other things. I really don't know the whole mix yet, but I know that I'm I'm definitely biracial. That's a big thing that I've had to deal with in my life. I've been bullied because of it, also because I do pageant. So it's always, you're so glitzy, you're such a girl, but they didn't really understand the, the volunteering part of it. I had to express that into the, the non-pageant people.
1: <laughs>
2: definitely.
1: Something that makes me unique is that when I was younger, I used to wear glasses, and a lot of people didn't really appreciate that. They used to call me names, but then as I got older, I kind of realized what, like, you know, how to deal with it, And but now it's kind of been a better experience, because as I've gone gotten to be older, it's just really worked out, because more kids have understood, like, how to be kind.
2: Definitely. Okay so I'll just go ahead and go on and I have the definition of unique right here which is being the only one of its kind and I think that that is something so special because every single one of us are different. Every single one of us are totally not like each other and there's ways that we are alike and those ways can bring us together but I think something that everyone needs to know and everyone needs to recognize is that there's only one of you, and you are so special, you are so loved, and it's just very important to always remember that. So that's all I have for you all today, Um, I have my social media over here, if you all want to give me a follow on there, and if you all want to join along in my Celebrating Differences um, project and everything, and like I said, I'm going to be having a blog soon, so keep an eye out for that. But if y'all have any questions or anything, save it for the end. Um, And I'll go ahead and open the floor up for Nicole. Thank you so much, Alyssa.
1: Y'all, she's amazing. And like I said, I haven't had the chance to meet her um, nor Nicole either, but I cannot wait to not only meet them and truly hug their necks, um, but hopefully in some way I can meet all of you soon. Um, I will say that Zoom is such a special um, platform and place for the fact that we can all come together and still talk about these things um, and bring awareness and shine light to where it's needed in um, that video. So we actually had like a little rehearsal making sure that everything was good and Nicole or Alyssa didn't share the video. Um, so that was the first time that I'd watched it. And oh my gosh, I had chills. That was incredible. Just the fact that um, they were placed in these boxes Um, and then he called out like things that you know maybe resonated with them or how they were alike Um, and these people stepped out and that right there just goes to show that yes I think all of us can be in pageants or there may be a few of us that don't Um, but we are different in so many ways but pageantry I would say is the one thing that brings us together and we connect we get each other Um, and that allows us to kind of um except all the other things that maybe we aren't alike because of um so thank you Alyssa, for hitting on not only just you know being different and loving who you are um but celebrating that so thank you so much i'm so excited to have you here with us um and now nicole y'all i'm so excited to hear nicole's as well so get ready um the floor is yours
0: all right hey friends i'm so excited Um, I'm very, very thankful that Riley reached out to me. I was um, very blessed to know that she was very selective in terms of who she wanted to share during the Speak Love Cinema. So I feel very special um, to have been chosen to share my message. Um, So let's just jump right into it. So my initiative, it's called Live Courageously. And this is something that I've created over the last, I'd say, a month, couple months, a year about. Um, and basically, it's about living your courageous life and breaking through barriers and just striving for a meaningful life. And I will let you guys know exactly what that means and how it all came about. Um, so, just a little bit about myself first. If you guys do not know me, uh, my name is Nicole Coker. I am 23 years old. I have a bachelor's degree. From Clemson University in architecture. I just got accepted into grad school, so I'm heading back to Clemson here in the fall for my master's degree, which seems so crazy to me. I cannot even believe that I'm a college graduate. Makes no sense. It just doesn't feel right. (laughs) Um, But I'm also the founder and producer of the Live Courageously podcast. I have my own coloring book. It's available on Amazon. It's called A through Z, Coloring Book of Courageous Characters. And I was just crowned the International United Miss South Carolina 2021, not too long ago, back in January. Um, So I'm very excited to start this new journey with IUM and see with all the amazing things they have. So a little bit about me beyond just the basics. So my story really starts when I was in a six-year relationship. And that relationship was very toxic. And I just kind of want to share about that experience. And to be completely candid, I have little sticky notes in order to keep myself organized, because I mean, it was six years long. So there was tons of things that went on in that relationship. And of course, I'm not going to touch on all of them today. But it was just very interesting this week going back and like thinking back on it. um, Because I've created this whole live courageously initiative for this reason, to be able to speak about relationship abuse and be able to speak to people about how they can start living their courageous life and not live in fear. So this is kind of where all of this began. So I was 14 years old when I got into this relationship initially. And I don't know how old you guys are, um, but I'm pretty sure you range between that age. Up until my age, um, 23. So it began at 14, and I was in the eighth grade. And my uh, boyfriend at the time, he was in ninth grade. So he was a couple months older than me. So he was already in high school. And that's kind of when the relationship began. And it started off pretty good. Like it was really great. I was very excited. Um, we called on each other on the phone all the time. We texted. Um, we went on dates. We went to the movies. Like it was something that it started off very, you know, normal and as you know time went on and we got into high school so things were kind of the same like we kept calling texting we had a couple of dates here and there but now we were at the same school so as like time went on like a lot of people started coming up to me and they were like hey like so and so like they have a they have a girlfriend they have another girlfriend and i was like you know try not to get caught up in all of the high school drama because of course as most of you probably know um people try to break relationships for no reason or they try to cause drama so I was trying not to let drama get the best of our relationship because I was very happy and I was excited and I was having a lot of fun so as time went on, more people started coming up to me and was like, yeah, he's got a girlfriend, like things, you know, you need to, you know, ask him and, you know, I would ask him things and be like, hey, like, I would call him out on those things. And he'd be like, no, no, I promise, like, I don't, I don't, you know, continuously telling me that he and I were the only one. So um, more people eventually came up to me. And the interesting thing about it when I was thinking back on it this week was that people that I trusted, like people that I was really close with, even family members of my boyfriend at the time, like they would come and tell me these things. And, you know, that was just something I didn't want to believe. And every time that I would bring it up, he would be like, oh no, like we're, I'm just, it's just you and my, me and the relationship. Like I don't have another girlfriend or anything. Um, So that kind of went on for a long time. And then funny story. Like there's a lot of different things that went on during that high school phase, but what really brought all of this together and into a head where I started really finding things out was this is a interesting story. So um, he actually was working one summer in California and then he had come home. And his phone was broken. So I wasn't able to like text him that much. And I wasn't able to really communicate with him unless he came to see me. And he would text me every once in a while, like off of his brother's phone. And, you know, every night and every morning, he would always say, good morning. You're like, you know, I might not be able to text you a lot today because obviously I don't have a phone, you know, that was okay. So I was like, all right, cool. And this one night he didn't text me and he was like, not responding to anything and his brother wasn't responding to anything so like he wasn't telling me hey good night, you know, like I'm good. See you tomorrow or you know anything like that. So I was kind of like, this is weird. This isn't normal. Um, something's not right, but you know, what can you do you you have no way to contact them. There's nothing you can do but just kind of wait it out. And the next morning I got up and there was nothing. There was just this long period of time during that day, like nothing was happening. Nobody was texting me, nobody was calling me, there was nothing. And then a friend of mine, she happened to have one of those scanners like that you have for like listening to like accidents near you. And turns out he ended up getting into a major car accident and it was raining that day. So they ended up flipping the car and they had to go to the hospital. And turns out he had to be in a coma. So he was in a medically induced coma at the hospital, had no way of contacting him, literally nothing. And it was insane. It was, it was, it was interesting, like not knowing what was going on. Like imagine like you're, you're in a relationship with someone and then you can't talk to them. And then all of a sudden they're in a coma at the hospital. Like that's crazy. So I actually had my mom take me up to the hospital to go see him. And of course he couldn't talk to me. He couldn't say anything to me. Um, But we got to go up to, or I got to go up to the room and see him. And I took my friend with me and he wasn't responsive. Like he couldn't talk, anything like that. And as I went back down to the waiting room, I was sitting there waiting for my mom to come pick me up. And there was this girl in the room and uh, she was sitting there and she goes, so how do you know him? And I was like oh well i'm his girlfriend and he goes, and she goes oh well i'm his girlfriend too so i found out that my boyfriend which i guess i intentionally somehow already kind of knew but didn't know at the same time because i believed that he was telling me the truth but basically i found out that he was cheating on me at the hospital while he was in a coma like i don't know if any other way in the world that someone can find that out but that's how i found out and it was devastating because you can't, like, you couldn't talk to him. You can be like, well, what's going on? Like nothing. So I went home that day and it was just like, it was raining and I was just like so sad and it was really tough. So the next couple of weeks, like I couldn't talk to him because he was still in that coma and he didn't have a phone to text me. Um, but then one day I ended up getting a message and he was like, Hey, so I heard about what happened and I'm just so sorry. And he was just telling me all these things about he was sorry. So And it was kind of a tough situation for me to be in. Of course, that's something that's not forgivable. And I would, looking back on it, would say, do not forgive that person for doing that because what they're going to do is continuously do it. Um, But at the time, I was like, well, you know, considering what happened to you, you were in a coma. I mean, you got in a really major accident. You almost died. So I was like, well, I guess I should probably forgive you and continue on in this relationship. And so I did. (laughs) So as high school went on, there was tons and tons of more different things like that that went on where people were telling me that he was cheating, or um, I would find out little things here and there. But what got me the most was when I was at his house and I happened to see a photo of another girl, like this, not the same girl that I met at the hospital. It was another girl. And he was, that she had like written him a note And it was dated all the way back to the accident. I'm telling you, like, this is near the end of high school now. And I'm just now finding out. So basically, he was cheating on me with two other people. But at this point, I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship where you kind of feel dependent on them for happiness. Because as I was more and more into the relationship, I spent all of my time with him. I did everything with him. So I became very dependent on him for happiness. So I was very fearful of leaving the situation because I felt like I was going to be alone and I didn't have anybody to call or didn't have anybody to lean on. And that's very, very hard to do whenever you have nowhere to go and you feel like you don't have anywhere to go, but you actually do. But at the time, like you just feel so bogged down by it. So basically the relationship continued to go on um, because I forgave him again. And now, fast forward, getting into college, and he became very, even like he became very um, toxic within like the high school years. But it came very more apparent when I got into college, because whenever I wasn't around him, he was always curious about, well, what are you doing? Where are you? I got a million calls from him about, hey. Uh, what are you doing? What are you wearing? Where are you at? Why aren't you calling me back? Why aren't you texting me? And like, I would be in class trying to, you know, listen to my professor talking and I would have someone texting me and calling me and blowing up my phone, trying to figure out where I am. But the thing is like, in a relationship like that, I had no, he had no reason not to trust me. I'd never been disloyal to him. It was always him projecting the things that he had done in his life onto me, thinking that I was going to be unfaithful, thinking that I was going to be the one that was going to find someone new because he knew that he wasn't being a very good boyfriend and he wasn't being a good significant other. And just thinking back on all of that, I didn't get to do a lot of things that I really wanted to do in my first year of college because I was always coming home because he was like, you need to come home, you need to come see me, you need to come spend time with me. And it's just so crazy to think that all the things that I missed out on in college because of that. But luckily that was my first year. My next year as a sophomore, I ended up becoming a resident assistant at Clemson, and I gained 20 new friends. I had people who were very open-minded, and they were there for you. They supported me in anything that they saw that I was going through or anything that I was excited about. And there were times when my boyfriend would come up to college because, of course, he always had to be near me. He always had to know what I was doing, and my friends there started noticing how toxic he was and how... He was mistreating me and calling me all these different names that I cannot repeat, Um, just tons of things that were just red flags from the get. And with them, I was able to know that I had a support system behind me and know that I had my family with me as well to really jump out of that relationship and have the courage to break through and break free of all of that thing, all the things that I had been going through. Um, So that's kind of where Live Courageously was born because I had to have the courage to step out of my comfort zone. I had to step out of that toxic relationship to start living my life Um, and thankfully pageantry has really been that stepping stone for me to start all of this because during that relationship I got my first ever pageant title with UNM it was in 2016 and I was with them for the last four years and it really helped me kind of break through from that relationship as well So I'm just so thankful for that. And I'm so excited that Live Courageously is now my message because I just really want everyone to step out, no matter what they're going through. It doesn't have to be a toxic relationship. It can be an addiction. It can be from bullying. It can be from anything, just having the courage to step out of your comfort zone and try new things. So that's kind of where everything was born and how all of it came about. Um, And the mission is basically to empower and equip young women with the tools they need to break barriers find their passion, and uncover their true potential to step into the courageous life. And I am so excited to share how I help others do that. So my strategy is to help others find clarity, confidence, and take action in their life. So we're going to quickly go through each of these so you guys can take some notes. That way you can think about these different things during your next, you know, thing that you're going through or anything that's going on in your life. You can really apply this three-step process to any of it. So the first thing is gaining clarity. So in order to be in a place to be courageous in our lives, we must take time to clear our heads and understand our innermost feelings and two ways that I found that we can do this is creating space for ourselves and identifying our fears. So some tips on creating space for yourself. So if you're going through something hard or there's something going on in your life where you just need some time to be alone, I would say that you need to declutter. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes my room can get pretty messy. And when I come home, I just feel overwhelmed because there's just so much going on in my room. There's just so much going on. So one of the things that I really love to do is just declutter. So clean my space, have a nice, free, open space to really like think and just sit down and feel free, I guess you could say. Um, And the next thing is find a place that's relaxing. You want to have a space that's positive and you're just really able to open up your mind and understand your feelings. And the next thing, the most crucial thing during this phase of clarity is identifying your fears. So now that you have a clear mind and a clear space and you're places distraction free, it's time to truly gain clarity and understand what you're fearing most. So some questions that you could ask yourself in the situation is, are you afraid they will hurt you? Like for me, and in, for instance, in that relationship, what was I fearing that would, you know, hold me back from stepping out and, you know, doing my own thing. And for me, that was because I was fearful of what he would do. I was fearful of what people would think. I was fearful of, you know, the different things that I would have to do without him because I was just so dependent on him for everything. Um, So some other questions that you could think of is, are you afraid of what people will think? Do you feel you are incapable of achieving your dreams? Um, Do you have a lot of self-doubt? What holds you back from doing what you love most? So those are some questions you can ask yourself. And once you figure that out and really truly understand what it is that you're trying to achieve, it's just going to help you take control of your life and really take that courageous step. So the next thing is gaining confidence. Everyone wants confidence. And I'm going to give you guys some ways to gain that. So three ways that you can gain confidence is establishing clear goals knowing your why, and creating a plan of action. So creating clear goals. Here's some tips that I have for creating clear goals. So no matter what you want to do, it doesn't have to be relationship stuff. It could just be like, hey, I want to achieve something big. This is what you got to do. Categorize your goals. So whether it's your life, your future career that you're thinking about, relationships, your personal life, fitness, business, whatever it is, organize your goals and categorize them and ask yourself questions like, what would you do right now if money wasn't a problem? Or what would you do if you're in a relationship and they weren't holding you back? What would you do? Um, So writing those goals down and just having a clear vision on what those are is crucial in order to gain confidence in yourself to be able to obtain those The next thing is knowing your why. So you can have all these goals. You could write them all down. You could make a whole vision board on your goals, but without knowing your why, it's gonna be really easy to give up and kind of lose your way. So for example, If you're in an unhealthy relationship and you want to leave, you set up your goals and what you want out of life, but you seem to keep falling back into the same patterns of forgiveness and not making waves. And that was something I was finding myself doing. So having a why statement can serve as a reminder that you have so much more in you and the confidence to work through your setbacks. So just knowing that, I have achieved so much more than I have ever done in those six years of my relationship. I mean, I started a whole podcast. I have a coloring book. I'm a pageant queen. Like All these things that I was able to achieve with not having someone judging me constantly and always holding me back from those things. So my why was like, I have so many more things that I want to get out of this life. So that was my why for getting out of that relationship. And then lastly, creating a plan. Prioritize what do you want to achieve first. It can be really tough whenever you have all these goals and it's like really, really overwhelming. But if you categorize them and make them very prioritized, then you'll be able to achieve them faster and more effectively. So you can do this in steps. You can find some resources to help you get through these different things and set milestones for yourself. Set a date. If there's something you really, really want to do, set a date for yourself and work hard towards that goal. And lastly, you can have clear goals, you can have a why, but if you don't take action on anything that you've set in place for yourself, nothing is ever going to happen. So some ways we can take action is finding resources and capitalizing on them and experimenting. So finding resources. My biggest resource throughout this whole podcast journey, throughout this entire journey of my life and where I am right now is mentors which is absolutely phenomenal and i know that riley and Alyssa, like they are awesome people that can serve as a mentor to you if you ever have anything that you're going through and you want help on um, so it doesn't even have to be us it could be mentors coaches family online resources, step-by-step courses, different classes you could take. Um, Let's say like acting, something that you really wanna do. There's online classes that you can take to really help propel that dream for you. Um, Schooling, therapy, and physical trainers start taking their advice on whatever they have accomplished and achieved in their life and start making strides towards your own. And then finally experiment. You never know what you don't know. So this holds a lot of people back from trying new things and having the courage to try something new, even if you don't know anything about it. So I have learned this the most. So when I started all of this stuff and like my podcast, like I'd never understood what it was that I needed to do to in order to achieve this podcast. But if I never would have started taking the action to start working on it and figuring things out and understanding what it was that I wanted to do, for me action leads to clarity so anything that you do if you don't understand how to do it you just have to start doing it and you'll start working through everything no matter if you make mistakes or anything like that you're going to learn from it so it's really a lesson in life to just start taking action towards your goals no matter if you're going to fail or if you're going to achieve it because you're going to learn something either way i took notes. oh did you
1: <laughs> yes thank you for that <laughs> Okay, y'all. So we are going to first and foremost on and say thank you to Nicole. Um, so I kind of shared like a little bit into what I went through. I was in a four-year relationship and some of the examples that she shared was, um, very much so what I experienced. And like I said, this is something new that I'm slowly adding into my story. And I, um, I don't know, I haven't talked about it a lot, and sometimes it's super scary, but it's something that I know a lot of people go through, um, and if you aren't in that place, or if you're not, you're not at the age of, you know, relationship, or, I mean, I'm 16, and that was a really, like, that four-year relationship, I, I say it shouldn't happen. It shaped me into who I was supposed to be, um, but looking back at that, I was really young when I went through it, and I tell, I tell myself, God um, put me in that position for that long at that age, so whenever I got 16 or when I got older, I could know um, what I wanted in my life and where I wanted to take it. Um, but some of the things that she said and the examples that she gave, it truly really just touched my heart. <laughs> um, so that's a little bit into um, what Nicole has to say um, and what she has to offer. Um, she's amazing. So thank you so much, Nicole.
0: I hope you guys love that just as much as I did And I'm just so grateful that I was able to be a part of this Speak Love Seminar. And so thankful that I got to bring it to you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait until next week. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening and allowing me to be a part of your journey and living your courageous life. I'm so incredibly grateful you are here. And if this podcast has brought some value into your life, Please share it with your friends or someone you know who needs that extra encouragement today. If you are feeling extra inspired, please head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I love you all so, so much. And until the next episode, remember to always live courageously.